0: has a is that is distributed and managed by it. Adam has a view is sponsored by from Trio
1: board, skate shop, black and razors, and the
0: champion. and, and, so and X-Products a In hell, I don't know what the hell that was, but whatever it was, that was fucking weird. <laughs> so, my name is Adam, I got the fucking beard, my co-host for the evening. Please, you guys know who he is. He is the thinker of all things. He is the guy who invented the square wheel before the real wheel was, was invented. My cousin.
1: Hey, we going it? man?
0: Dude, let me ask you something, man let's let's pretend let's pretend that you and i build a rocket, okay okay we build this fucking rocket we're, we're going to set it out into this into, into the stratosphere we're going to set it to, to circle the globe you know we spend billions upon billions on this rocket it's, it's just a shiny little thing well big thing it's got yeah, a yeah. circle around and all of a sudden we lose track of where that thing's going to land
1: well that's unfortunate <laughs> <laughs> I mean if you're spending billions of dollars you think that you know a, a return strategy is kind of an important part of that concept i, I mean, don't always...
0: i agree 100 man so china did that that exact thing dude they they launched a rocket they did this thing it came back down they don't know where it's going to land
1: <laughs> okay maybe i'm not paying attention enough into the weird parts of the news but that's what they do technology is kind of an asian thing so i don't know man somebody's <laughs> got to lose their job over that you know
0: somebody's getting fired bro well you in know? china
1: it may be a little worse i don't know
0: i you never know right so you know well this is what you know we're not bashing our asian brothers this is what i'm trying to say it's like look if you put a fucking dog on his leash you're gonna know where that dog is gonna go you let that dog go and it's a hybrid What are those little those little uh, uh jack russell terriers and it's got the mind of a speed racer is going to be gone you don't know where that thing's going to go right same concept except larger it's a rocket <laughs>
1: yeah i don't th- i mean i don't think you blame i don't think you blame the people building the technology i i really think you you blame the bureaucrats who didn't cross check this you know like hey uh yeah you got this rocket looks like it's some pretty cool stuff uh are we going to get it back
0: yep yeah
1: that would have been number one on the checklist because i was like what what are we getting <laughs> what are we getting out of this? We're putting in that much money. It's gotta I wanna see it when it gets here. Yeah. We're gonna have stickers on it. You're yeah. gonna find some new water that we don't know about. What and when will it be back? <laughs>
0: right. And where's it gonna land? More importantly. Yeah. Is it gonna yeah. land in the water? Okay, so you know the moral of the story is they, they found it, they said it may have landed in the South Indian Ocean. Okay, great. They they it didn't hit nobody. That's great, but what if it didn't land in the South Indian Ocean and it landed India <laughs> well,
1: every every device we have now is built with GPS and they didn't think to throw it on this thing. I gotta my car tells me what street I'm on and they don't have like a like a boomerang effect something to, to speak to this thing. What were, do you know do you know what they were doing with the rock? Like what was the intent of the rocket?
0: I don't know. <laughs> no idea now, do
1: they know because it sounds like they weren't planning <laughs> oh, a whole lot
0: dude i got gps on my underwear bro you know what i mean i know where i'm gonna be yeah <laughs>
1: gonna yeah <laughs> and if i had a billion dollar pair of underwear i'd probably make sure i knew where those were yeah, and exactly. where they were gonna land if i'm throwing them somewhere
0: god dang it dude Man, i mean i don't, I don't mean to laugh at somebody's fuck up but damn that's a big fuck up you know <laughs> like, yeah come- Come on. Let's figure out. Where that do they out. have the
1: kind of money to be thrown around like that? Just to ah, if we lose it, it's somewhere around here. We'll find it. <laughs> we'll
0: find it like eventually. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: dude. <laughs> I it, it floors me, man. I mean, I it's like, you know, if we misplace a piece of machinery, like, you know, for instance, at work, if we misplace my button truck, which has got like all the tar on it and we lay all the buttons, if we misplace that thing, we're down, we're out. We don't have another yeah. truck. You know what I mean? <laughs> Man, I don't know, man. It's a little confusing, but you know what? It is what it is. They found the rocket. Great. Uh, they did find it. They did find it in you know, like oh. I said, in the South Indian Ocean. But oh, okay. <laughs> dude, come on, man. I mean,
2: come on.
1: I don't know. I just think of a, I dream of genie. You know, like it landed somewhere and somebody popped out and found something. I want to know exactly what it was, what it is that that rocket was supposed to be doing
0: yeah yeah like the the
1: intent of it is is important because if they didn't plan for where it was going to land what were they planning to do with the actual rocket like it was just a a a remote control thing that a kid was playing with like yeah we spent a billion dollars we you know treated our kids pretty well that seems a bit excessive a little bit but more importantly (laughs) what were they doing with it
0: yeah that's what i want to know you know i started the research because they said you know somebody told me it's like well you're gonna you'll find this interesting you know the, the the chinese had launched a a rocket into space and this and that and i'm like oh that's cool because i like that's you know that space shit i'm kind of nerdy about it you know i'm really interested mm-hmm. when elon musk put up his you know rocket x or SpaceX or whatever it's called I'm like ah, oh, that's kind of cool but then i was like what caught my eye about the story was like well they lost the rocket the lost the chinese have lost the rocket and we're not nobody's sure where it's at uh Okay, let me follow that rabbit hole real quick, because <laughs> the first paragraph killed me. I was like, well, they suspected it landed in the Indian Ocean. And I go, wait, you suspected? How did you lose a rocket? <laughs> right. Oh, uh, man. man. Yeah,
1: man. I mean, you're speaking about, like, uh, Elon Musk. What? Whatever happened to the, uh, the Virgin Mobile dude? Wasn't he supposed to be sending people into space, too?
0: Yeah, I don't Do know. remember.
1: <laughs> I mean, because Elon Musk has plans to, like, you can basically mark your reservation to go to mars or something yeah but that guy from virgin mobile that australian eccentric billionaire he was supposed to be doing the same thing so i don't know when the changing of the guard happened but i haven't heard about virgin mobile in a long time
0: maybe uh elon was like you know what no you don't you don't have the brain capacity No, let, let me handle that
1: <laughs> well it could be i mean i don't, I don't even know how uh, the guy from virgin mobile got famous outside yeah. of having money I have no idea. And a, I, and a sweet haircut. I don't
0: know God. if you remember that
1: thing. I think know Chris. crisp. <laughs>
0: no. I have no idea, man. I have no. I had no idea there was another rich billionaire guy who was trying to fly anybody anywhere.
1: Yeah, and then he ended up doing reality TV shows. I think it was on Shark Tank or something. I don't know. Shit, dude. <laughs> he, he, hey, he was single-handedly responsible for the burner phone. So drug dealer should be very happy about that
0: props props to that man give that man a kudos and a high five to the face with that sweet haircut Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, come on oh man yeah good times man how's a uh, how's your week man how's how's everything
1: oh it's uh it's been a real treat uh at work it's just not mayhem but i mean with with these uh american rescue plan act dollars going out um you know, we're just looking at like, okay, well, as tribes, here's what we have to do. Here's the rules we have to follow. So I think I've read probably about 300 pages of of federal guidelines uh, within the last week. And then redefined. They send out, like, before I could even finish the book, they published a new one. And it was the same story with different ending. So it just became really mund- I Like, I was upset. You know, you read that much, and then they just like, actually, that's that's not really what we were trying to say. Here's what we wanted to say so i have to go back to the drawing board
0: come on america I mean, <laughs> yeah, good times it's, it's a
1: lot of wasted time in bureaucracy so i guess oh. they're doing their job
0: yeah 100 percent, man they just kind of kind of keep the wheels spinning but kind of slip up every once in a while
1: well <laughs> i mean it, it, go- wheels of government move slow and it only moves slow because they want it to so i All guess right. they're it's working the way it's supposed to because it's not working Oh, damn you know, it. i think that's the way government is it's not working that it means it's working
0: yeah exactly they're making their money okay let's put a little money into it and then watch it fail then we will rebuild it again we'll do it again
1: well, well there were some mistakes and the people responsible were taken care of even though they were the same ones who made the mistakes oh, no, now i gotta deal with this you know what i mean <laughs> yeah.
0: that's outstanding man i mean it's yeah. not really but <laughs> you know oh man <laughs> yeah good so that,
1: that <laughs> part of work keeps me pretty busy and then uh I, I, I all i've really been doing is uh restoring old hats that's kind of like my that's yes. my self-care
0: dude I, I i love that self-care man you got some really crisp hats if yeah. i may steal the word from you holy shit that red one you just did it, it was uh, i was off the chain dude that thing was sick
1: yeah i'm gonna work on uh adding uh you know some some different textiles maybe doing some paint on them you know i mean i I was doing a whole lot of like bead work on them. So I have a few of those done. I've sold a few of those and and that was fun. But those are so time consuming and yeah. tedious. Uh, you know, I mean, I I'll probably beat some more along the way, but I want to try some different things. You know, some of these more uh, elaborate, fashionable hats, because I mean, I, you know, I'm finding them at yard sales for ten bucks, five bucks and being able to bring them back and, and make them look nice and then be able to add things to it to, to set it aside.
0: So when you're doing this, what are you listening to? You listening to a musical or you just kind of just like. I'm listening
1: for the most part lately. It's been uh, whatever's on the TV and my kids in the background, you know, um, (laughs) they mill around the house, but you know, when I do get, when I do get some like silence around, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of Miles Davis. It's, it's always been. And since college when I was writing papers or doing research, Miles Davis was something that just kind of let, let things move really comfortably. There was no rush. Nice. because I, honestly anytime I'm going anywhere or doing anything it's it's heavier faster music and I feel like I gotta move faster and, and keep up uh, and so to slow myself down oh and well the in sound from way out uh the beastie boys um uh instrumental album oh nice. those two have been been phenomenal for my, my relaxation
0: yeah hell yeah man that's good that's that's really How about good. you man you know honestly lately i've been listening to uh spirit box dude i just like i can't stop listening to spirit box for whatever reason but like i try to like when i'm at work or something like that i'm like okay so i send off my guys to go do their assignment bam earbuds go in and i go and i go wrestle with that truck of mine you know and i'm kind of just tinkering with it you know trying to get things to work and kind of get things to flow and i always get that music just going spirit box you know what i mean hmm. and then uh, i have to give
1: it a listen i don't think i've ever heard it
0: oh man it's phenomenal i mean just phenomenal i have no words man i mean it's just i started following them they're just like the music was just unreal you know there's only two of them but live they play obviously they hire out musicians and they got their bass player and their drummer but Uh. they just lay some shit that's just so amazing but then uh and then i stopped listening to them for a little bit so i could, you know i read i was reading this book called the fourth turning and then i decided okay cool well i'm gonna listen to it because i wanted to catch a lot of things out of it and so I've been listening to the that book too, like a nerd. But you know what? No time to read the book the second time. I gotta listen to it. So yeah, oh no, Audible is great. Yes, dude. It helped me sure. through
1: college, so I ain't complaining. Yeah, I cancel gotta... I canceled my subscription because now I have to read shit on like um, uh, environmental law and, and employment law, and they don't really like to put those on tape. And honestly, <laughs> even if they were on Audible. I don't know whether I would enjoy it at all. And it would probably kill the vibe for Audible completely.
0: Oh, 100%. No different than
1: having the right narrator or somebody reading it to you. Yeah. You know, you get really bogged down. I mean, I I like listening to Howard Zinn's People's History of the United States because it was read by Matt Damon. Oh, okay. I recognize that voice. It isn't terrible. I mean, I'm not listening to like Fran Drescher read it or anything like
2: that. Oh, come on.
1: The agony.
0: That would be agony. You know, but
1: you know yeah the, the audible thing yeah that that saves so much time because you can do i mean you could work on your entire truck while you're just sitting there and wouldn't even
0: realize the time
1: because of the book
0: yep 100 percent. i also like to listen to neil degrasse tyson i like to listen to him he he rambles on a lot about these things that i'm just like man i don't ever think oh man shit i know what two plus two means now shit <laughs> but i mean the dude is smart so i like to listen to him you know talk about you know the the theory of quantum physics you know for, for instance i was listening to that don't ask because i don't know it Just I was like oh man look at that i'm gonna check that out and i started listening to it did i retain any of the knowledge hell no <laughs>
1: oh i tried to, to come off as real smart younger and i read uh tried to read um stephen hawking's a uh, brief history of space and time right you know just so i could use a few of those lines and act like i knew what i was talking about It was a terrible read and obviously you know if i had to listen to stephen hawking narrate a book that'd be pretty hard to do uh, but neil degrasse tyson like he he explains it because he's that intelligent and then he's like i'm gonna break it down so yeah. the, the idiot in the back can understand me being that hey. idiot. <laughs> and you get it. Like he's like, okay, here's here's a, a real life situation to where it makes sense. Right. And I appreciate that about him.
0: Yeah, that's what i Bill thing about. Nye.
1: I mean Bill Nye does it, but he's more condescending, <laughs> uh, which is nice. Sometimes you want a guy who does that it just makes like you guys aren't getting it. You're idiots. I'm smart. Realize that and let's move on moving forward (laughs) yeah maybe that's part of my personality i feel the same way i don't know
0: yeah right you know what it is what it is i i i I like that i don't really listen to anything from bill nye but i just like watching the little short clips i do from him it's just like okay cool that's all right well i i feel dumb i'm gonna get out of here now you know
1: well but there are things that he explains and to me it seems like it should be common knowledge but he explains it to, to individuals that i guess are talking against them you know the conspiracy theorists saying oh the vaccine is being pumped and you're getting microchipped and all this and he points out the foolishness of, of a statement like that right to a degree where you would think yeah everybody knows this but obviously he has to do this because not enough people know that you're not being microchipped nobody gives a shit where you are and all they have to do is follow your iphone
0: exactly you know. exactly now, that's all the methods of tracking. Yeah, people just don't understand that man. Why waste it with, with f- fucking putting something in your body, man? Come on. I you know seriously. I have to
1: carry a chip on my uh, uh my credit cards. I'm uh-huh. pretty sure they could track that. Uh-huh. I carry it in my back pocket. I never leave home without it. Yeah, it's like American Express always said. <laughs> yeah,
0: dude, never leave home without it. God damn yeah, right. man. You know, yeah, I, I was watching something. This is complete gear shift, man. But I. I found myself with a little bit of time and I watched this movie, dude. Uh, It's the new movie on Netflix. Um, (laughs) Again, Aliens. Aliens, dude. (laughs) This thing was, what was it called? Army of the Dead? Army of the Dead with Bautista, you know, the guy from... uh, um, Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, (sighs) Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: That guy, right? Yeah. So he's got this movie and holy shit dude i thought i seen all sorts of variations of zombie movies and i'm like yeah cool though oh good another zombie movie damn god damn that movie was goddamn good dude really i think, I think some i think we should watch it i think i'm probably going to go in for round two and watch it again just because i know i missed a bunch of shit because there were certain certain parts of the movie where you're just like holy oh, shit, how? what <laughs> what just it, happened
1: it's rare that you're able to find a, a movie in any genre that does something new that makes you not expect what's coming next. Exactly. So, yeah, if you found that, that's gold.
0: It's, it is gold, man. It's so rare. And and, and I, I thought it was going to be super cheesy. Like I said, you know, I mean, it's like, oh, yeah, you started off, you know, super cheesy, super like, well, you know, and then all of a sudden it clicked. I'm like, oh, what just fucking happened? No fucking way. so I army of the dead army of the dead man i think it's number one right now on netflix and it's pretty fucking good pretty fucking good who
1: thought that that would take over you know everything if it's number one on netflix the whole world's gonna see it
0: yeah yeah crazy rating system i guess right
1: yeah well and everybody's got netflix because it's cheap enough and everybody shares passwords so (laughs) we know much money that they were making enough money to where they don't care yeah. Obviously, you know, I can only have my Amazon hooked up to like one or two devices, but Netflix, I can share that or all around the world. Yeah, like here, just use my password.
2: Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, or uh, what's the other one? Hulu, Hulu's, the yeah, same
1: one. yeah, yeah, but they have super long commercials and that drives me crazy. Oh, so ridiculous! I hate that,
0: man. I think I saw what the Letter Kenny, Letter Kenny was the last thing i seen on Hulu, and the commercials were insane. I'm like, you know what? Come on, Letter Kenny, <laughs> figure something out. Them- i was
1: watching uh that that show a little dicky on there for a while but i just couldn't get past the um couldn't get past the commercials it was like i don't have time for this I'll just go back to netflix or or amazon and rent something
0: yeah yeah i don't know man is
1: like listening to the radio you know oh, God. okay or pandora you know without paying for the ad free yeah
0: this yeah. gets
1: real it's it's almost more painful to to sit through the commercials than it is to get to the songs that you're trying to listen to or shows you're trying to watch
0: yeah, that's insane. and they're repetitive. Oh, dude, yes, yes, that's why I, I stopped to listening to the, the same,
1: radio. Oh, I don't need to see the same advertisement four or five times in a half hour show. I'm just trying to watch the Golden Girls, man. <laughs> Got me some
0: slack. Golden Girls, <laughs> hey. oh. I no judgment here, buddy.
1: <laughs> dude, Sophia's my, that's my jam. She knows what she's talking about. That I'm man. always picturing it back in Sicily in 1900. Right. Live your life that way.
0: Yeah, live your life, do that, man. Shit. And she was the Thank old one. Thank you for man. being a friend. She was the old one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which one was the whore? No, 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 oh.
1: no. That was the southern one. She was the whore.
0: Oh, ah, okay. That's the one that was whore. Okay, all right. Blanche. There you, yeah. Blanche.
1: <laughs> Blanche.
0: Dude, what a name.
1: That's for, yep. you know
0: that's okay though. But you know what? The, oh, who was the, the lead, uh the lead in that one? She was in World War Two. As a, as an airplane mechanic, you know they'll lead,
1: the lead in what
0: and Golden Girls.
1: So I'm a B. Arthur.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, holy! That's she's the a badass. And okay, do you think? <laughs> yeah. Do you think, girl? Shoot, you know, man. It's... I was really
1: I was really upset to find out that uh you know Mister Arthur. I'd always heard that Mister Rogers was in Vietnam and like had tatted up and then you know they said oh that's that's not really that true yeah. like, oh man you just robbed me of that completely
0: <laughs> dude, Yeah, dude. <laughs> wouldn't it be badass though i mean it's like yeah. oh shit dude this calm collected cool dude on tv putting on his shoes one at a time his sweater he goes out at night after the after the tv shows over, and goes to vietnam and kills people what the fuck oh. <laughs> dude,
1: i mean that that's that's like a comic book character i mean in reverse you know. yeah yeah totally but still that is that is
0: cool <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> that is what it is man you know i so i mean I, I try to keep up with the news on a regular basis man and here's one thing about the news that i just cannot get past i never know where to get any fucking news because it all seems biased i mean against uh, so, for example, I, I want to know about what's going on with the president, what he's doing, all this shit, right? Not just this president, any president, really, just to stay up on the knowledge. I go to one site, and it's like, oh, you know, Biden fucked up. Or I go against, uh, go to the other side, oh, Biden is this this angel, he's glorious. And then I find this other hole, this rabbit hole, because I keep going down rabbit holes. And if I, oh, he's a pedophile. I'm like, oh, shit, dude, I'm going to go down that hole.
1: <laughs> Fuck, man. Oh, man, honestly... I think you got to blame, like, I, I, and I've been thinking about this a lot. My theory is that the real world is responsible for all of this. MTV is the real world. Yeah. They created the reality television show that people would sit and watch other people live their lives. And when bad things had happened, it'd create rating spikes. I mean, I, I think one of my friends said today on uh, one of her posts on Instagram that the Kardashians are in their 20th season. That is ridiculous. That's crazy. Now, I think the 24-hour news cycle has created the same thing. Wow! You know, you're just picking sides and, and throwing these these wild allegations out, and people will, as soon as they hear them, they don't even have to to do any research. They just see somebody who posts a meme of something, and all of a sudden they say, "Oh, I read this article." No, you didn't. You read 15 words in sequence and decided to make uh, an entire judgment on somebody based off of it. Yeah, based so off, I, I think, me. and the news doesn't care because shit, they they report some that might be truthful. But they're really more out to get rating. Yeah, exactly. That's making them money. Rupert Murdoch doesn't care whether it's truthful or not. And if you're a to retraction of any kind, it's buried in the sixth page of some newspaper that nobody reads because nobody grabs a newspaper anymore. Right. It's, it's all just, you really just get to make your own decisions, which kind of sucks. You used to have reputable newsmen. And now you're just like, I don't know, I guess Colbert, you know, late night television. John Stewart was great when he was here forever. Yeah. Yeah. Noah, I think, but he's still kind of jaded to some degree.
0: Right. Yeah. I I, I can't stay up that late anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to watch. No, I'm not I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Come nine, 30, 10 o'clock. I'm like, damn dude, what the fuck is happening here? I I just get old overnight. No, no, it's taking a while. <laughs> But, man, I just, like, I I can never, it's like, you know, I, I get messages, hey, man, report on something that's current, the current news. Well, fucking send me a link of something that's actually reputable, something that I can actually, you know, do research on instead of reading, like you said, memes or reading headlines on Facebook they just put up. And then you click the link, and it's about somebody's dog that fucking chewed somebody's butthole out. You know what I mean? I want to read something fucking real. And there used to be good news somewhere, you know? But even then, those that news then was always one-sided, man. Fucking money. Money drives everything right now. And it's, well, it's
1: it's a it's a giant propaganda machine. I mean, the every every news that's out there is no different than the posters they put up in you know post-war. It's all like fight for this side, you know. America is divided and yep. so they know it, and they're like, Well, we can make some money off it while we're here. I yep. can print a t-shirt, I can throw up a flag, I can do all these things. And so the the idea of finding actual news, you just have to find a group of people who identify with you, you know, and, and since everybody's got one thing that is a deal breaker, the likelihood of you finding anybody who's going to share a hundred percent, like I could say, yeah, I'm cool with it all to a degree. but they're like, well, not the same degree as I am. So I don't think we can be friends. Like I, I, I just said, I prefer Coke over Pepsi. It doesn't mean I hate you right <laughs> but uh, yeah. but it's it's an anti-pepsi statement that you just made right uh, okay <laughs> we can move what? on from this
0: yeah you know? <laughs> yeah a, I, wish so more, I wish i wish more people thought like that man i mean honestly it's just like okay let's have a civil conversation this is a simple disagreement hey i get it i get it man hey much love you know what man i'll see you tomorrow or hey you know what i'll talk to you later you know i understand i i see your side i see your side we're cool awesome
1: you know, but we just ego well, I mean I I have lost I have lost friends in within the last five years that who I thought would be lifelong friends based on, on things like this. Not necessarily my choice. Yeah. You know, I I was just like, all right, well, if you're gonna stop being my friend, I'm not gonna I don't I shouldn't have to like fight for you to be my buddy.
0: A hundred percent.
1: You're here, that's cool. We we differ on almost everything, but now we find deal breakers. Now I've crossed a line, like really. you've known who i am my entire life i've been crossing lines as 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 young as i can remember and now you're going to be upset about it because the rest of the world says you have to pick a side that doesn't make any sense
0: (laughs) it makes zero sense man why do i why should i have to pick a side for one why can't i just be observant get all the facts on both sides and then be cool you guys disagree awesome let's can we move on let's talk about something different now you know what i mean and i think that's nobody weird. wants
1: to be informed anymore though cousin. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're right you're they just want the half truths oh they, right. want, they want
1: their half truth
0: right they just want a little splash of like what they what they what catches their attention like oh hey man i gave you a million dollars but you know what i took one dollar from you oh you took a dollar from me <laughs> you know what i mean and that's yeah most people like they dive into that negative aspect or getting half information or not getting the full fucking story from both sides. And that's, that's, that's a hard thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I
1: think I'm probably just as I'm, I would say more than 70 to 80%. I'm more stubborn than anybody else. Let's not, let's not make it seem like I'm open to everything. Right. That's, that's heavy handed, but <laughs> You know, I think to to some degree, when it comes to just a discussion, like I'm going to leave, the rest of my day is not going to be impacted by you too much. Right. You shouldn't let me do that either. And and you're you go back to your house, your family, your kids, friends, and nobody's going to say a word to you. Right. You're the one who's going to bring up. I was talking to this guy, and he was a real asshole. He didn't agree with me. Yep. I've forgotten about you. Yep. I probably won't remember you if I run into you again. So how about you just let me go about my business? yeah i shouldn't have that much power over anybody's day-to-day that's that's terrible
0: (laughs) that's a lot of power to have in your hands yeah you know what i mean they they can ruin their whole day just by thinking about it and you're not even present in the conversation and so for the next time they see you they're all worked up yeah i mean i think
1: i think a lot of those conversations could have driven me into a militant group if i really chose to right i mean the, the impressionable person is easily moved i mean it's we saw it in uh, higher learning I think that was the movie with uh, Ice Cube, Buster Rhymes and I think Michael Rappaport was in it. It was just an impressionable kid who looked like, you know, some guy from some podunk town just needing to fit in. So he's like, all right, well if I agree with these guys, I get to hang out with them. Now they want to be that. It's it's the gentr- gentrification of character. You know, they're like, well, I'm I'm beat up and I'm a run-down building. Why don't you come in here and tell me what I need to do so I can be a part of what
0: your group is? Right. That's a that's a terrible thing, man. Why not be your own person? Why don't you be your own building? You know what I mean? I blame the Kardashians. (laughs) I do like (laughs) Chloe though. I tell you that, much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, maybe not. Well, maybe you know what? No, you're not swaying my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe Kardashian is where it's at, man. Well, maybe Courtney yeah. too. Well, maybe Kim. Uh, ah, not so much Kim. Never mind. I, I crossed the line there. <laughs> dude. Yeah, it, it's a shame, dude. That the 20 seasons of, of what the fuck do they do anyway? And I mean, what the fuck I, do
1: they do? I think the only thing I really know about them, one, I mean, Caitlyn Jenner. I, I I know that of them. I know that uh, Kim was an assistant for Paris Hilton. And the dad of the whole family was one of the OJ attorneys. That's right. really what I know. I don't know what Chloe ever did. The There's another, what's the younger Jenner? There's a youngest Jenner who's like now a fashion icon.
0: Uh Fine, fine spot fine fox uh no, not not fine fox. Uh she's the uh the sleek chicken. But shit, I don't fucking know, man.
1: <laughs> well, I know that like she's a... I uh I think I just heard recently that she's under fire because she's got a brand of Mescal and she's trying to dress herself up like uh uh you know, I guess I don't know if she was just going for generic Mexican or some Latin thing, like she has no part in it. She's not there, I think they're like Middle Eastern or something from um Kardashian but she's dressed up in, in full garb and all that and trying to sell her mescal that way oh, um and that's what that's what they do is they create drama and that fuels people want to know oh what are they doing like what do they produce now they produce makeup and shit. Mm. i think rob had socks or something like that he was selling but the rest of them it's like how are you how are you relevant and how do i get there because i could use the money
0: yeah, I could be. I could be just as irrelevant. Give me, give me a yeah. few thousand dollars, and guess what? I'll go streaking the promenade right now, bro. Guess, Absolutely. Guess what? <laughs> we'll, we'll be we pro- will We'll well. We'll be, be in the news for bad shit, but then we'll still be in the news. You know, yeah. I mean? you know, a
1: newsworthy, uh, That's the, that's the weird thing. Something that's newsworthy now compared to twenty years ago. Good gravy. There's yeah. no relevance to what is newsworthy now. Yeah it's a like, waste of time but it gets people to be like oh did you see what happened it's talk around the water cooler
0: yeah like i started asking about um so the the other big thing that's really huge in the news right now too is why which i'm just like fucking floored that i can't find anything that's a neutral news is that whole palestine um israeli situation happening right now yeah I just like every time I go to look for it, it's like, oh Kim Kim Kardashian just showed her booty hole. Well, let's follow that rabbit hole. Yeah.
2: You know
0: yeah. what I mean? So I'm like, oh, forget about that, dude. But I need to know about the, the the attacks. I want to know what's going on over on that side of the world. I mean, not necessarily because I could make an impact, but by no means can I, but I just would like to know. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I'm afraid to I'm afraid to go in and look, I think for the most part, because like like you said, where do you find the the correct news or unbiased just a a a definition of what's happening. right because every time you look at it you're like oh please define what's going on there and it says well this person thinks i don't want to know what anybody thinks their opinion is irrelevant here i need to know the facts of the matter so i know what's going on i was in portland this weekend and they were having a um, free palestine or a palestinian uh, march through like right by the hotel i was staying at and I thought I don't know. I mean, should I be on their side? I mean, all the indigenous people on on my social media pages are are on the side of Palestine, and I don't, I'm not going to just jump on because my friends are. But I, I'm like, okay, I see it. But I also have some uh, friends who who are Israeli. Yeah. And are they going to start being the victims of hate crimes because they're here in America? Because that's what happens. Yeah. We're a melting pot of all these different cultures, and when something else bad happens throughout the world, we attack them here as if they had something to do with it.
0: Yeah. And example, China. It, it, you know, I mean, the the Wuhan flu or the, yeah. the coronavirus. You know, the the anti Asian movements. I mean, all those the, the violence against anti Asians. I mean, it was huge. It was massive. Our friend Perry Young, who is he's a he's a um he plays Father June in Warrior. He also is an activist on the East Coast and is just doing all these you know to to promote the anti anti hate towards the Asian communities. And you see that. You see something like weird happens over there and all of a sudden they come over here and attack i mean it's very similar what's going to happen for for the israelis who are here you know and you you'll we'll see a large spike in that shit but where are we couldn't get the accurate news to see what the fuck just actually happened
1: you know and how much is this is distracting from i mean america breeds terrorism that's one of its chief exports well not even exports because we don't do it around the world we just do it in our own in our own place well let's I don't I'm not gonna say anything about military, but we are terrorists depending upon which paper you read. Right. You know, there's guerrilla the guerrilla armies or the freedom fighters. It's all dependent upon who's writing the newspapers. Yeah. Um, but but you you think about that, like America acts as if we're we're the gatekeeper for all these things, but more ridiculous amounts of violence happen on American soil on a daily basis than around the globe. Mm-hmm. And they act as if, oh, well, You should be proud to be an american i i'm not sure for what anymore because it you know i mean if it if it stood for something i i don't recall what it is because everybody is fighting more about their the color of their flag the 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 leader that they're following and and the neighborhood that they come from you know civic pride is is disgusting but on top of it to take it out on somebody who shares the city with you because of the color of their skin or but their faith does not make anything more American. It may make it the most American for all I know. Right. I mean, the entire country was founded on religious freedom, but when they got here native Americans were like, except you guys, you (laughs) don't get religious freedom. It's our religious freedom. God told me, right. You know, that kind of thing. Where we're judging these people all the time.
0: That's ridiculous. It's absurd, man. It's absurd that just the, the amount of vomit that you know they, they they claim is the american way but those of us who actually believe that or or can see or actually have our eyes open dude it's ridiculous it's like that's not how it's not how we're supposed to be i mean we grew up with all these morals and values that they instill in us in, in the grade schools well i didn't get any of that shit because i was I was shoved aside. You know, don't stand for the American flag because you don't know what the fuck you're saying. You don't know understand it anyway. So just sit down and go to the back of the class or get out in the hallway, whatever it was they used to tell me. And I'm like, man, well, fuck, I want, I want a big, giant American flag. You know what I mean? Because I know what it would mean to me, you know? But to have that and those morals just shoved and broken out of you, you know what I mean? And I think that it's up to us to teach our kids, you know, hey, it's okay to be different just don't trample on someone else's dream because your dream is different. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. your your vision is different. Make sure that if you're going to go in a path, make sure you're not crushing somebody or taking somebody over or hurting somebody or build that person up. Hey, they're stumbled. Pick them up. You know what? Just pick them up. Send them off on their way if they don't see the same side as you. Do. But don't fucking hurt somebody. You know, yeah. all that emotional trauma, all that mental trauma, it stays you know what I mean? I mean, I've seen both sides, you know what I mean? And so to to try to teach my kids, I want them to see the broader spectrum of, of the world and the morals and maybe have that American flag to believe in. You know what I mean? You know, every year I get an American flag, it gets fucking stolen. <laughs> really? Every fucking year, man. Except for one. Huh. One They one left because it was all tattered because of the wind got it. Okay, cool. Well, leave me my ratty ass American flag. It's my fucking flag, right? So, I mean, eventually there'll be a day where we'll all come back together. Hopefully it's not over war. You know, because like the 9-11, you remember when that happened? Fucking everybody clamored together. All of a sudden it was America. America, motherfucker! And then... Gone. It was gone. That dream was gone. Well, that's...
1: That was also... I mean, I'm assuming there were other reasons at times throughout history... Of the united states where something happened in the other another part of the globe and there were attacks on individuals based on similarity mm-hmm. so you saw people after 9 11 that's when attacks on on people of muslim faith or who resembled those were were carried out some of them were you know hindu or or sikh just because they like i don't know the difference but you look like it those yeah. things started happening after the um, american pride and and 9 11 never forget You know i i get that that idea the the want to have this this unified front against anybody who would who would come after you but you know this was this was now what almost 20 years ago yeah happened in
0: 2003 yeah 2001
1: oh 2001 oh so we're looking at 20 years uh but when you when you think about it i mean they're telling us like you know get over segregation that was so long ago that was only an extra 30 years so 50 years ago and and, exactly. and probably still in some parts of the south where it's still kind of like yeah we know the laws are there but we have our own laws down here yeah you know the the religious freedom act didn't allow us to practice until the 70s we weren't even you know citizens they're like this these things aren't that long ago and you're like get over it except for 9-11 never forget it's it's dividing what a lot is allowable to be prideful in america yeah Yep. no it's something that you 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 can have you can be a have bad character flaws if you recognize them and try to make them better then you're a good person but if you have character flaws and you just point out everybody else's it doesn't make them a worse person it just makes you terrible because you're pointing out something that somebody's struggling with
0: 100 percent Hundreds. and i think
1: america is pointing their finger at a lot of countries and saying you need to fix this like how about you guys start looking at yourselves america make some changes and it's going to take some time you can't expect this to happen overnight but once you start making some changes then you can come over and, and suggest things to me
0: let me ask you something speaking of this whole situation of the world eyeball in america what's to say because we we've done this a few times we went into what's the last place we went to down south america venezuela was it was it Venezuela or one of those countries in down south? It's
1: like South America, not Central,
0: right? Right, South America. And so, what's to say that we didn't go into into the into that country and we try to make it better, or whatever, and we start helping them? But because we noticed that something was going on, the government was wasn't right. There was a lot of things happening. What's to stop the world from halting everything? start pointing fingers and come onto American soil and say, we need to fix this. You guys need a regime change. You guys need a, a regime change. You guys need to uh, up throw the whole government and start over again. What's stopped that from happening to us?
1: You ever been, you ever been to a party uh, that's really laid back and everybody's having a good time and, and a fight almost breaks out and then the dude comes up and you're like, Hey, we're going to have a problem. And he just pulls up and shows you his gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, America is that person. We spend more in military than, than actually our our police force is more militarized than three of the top countries in the world. We let them know we have big guns. You want to come over here? That's fine. We'll probably lose a few, but we will wipe you off the face of the planet. Yeah. And we have that capability. Now, who knows what every other country has? And I think that's part of the scare half the time the government says, they're building these weapons yeah we have them too yeah so why are you so worried about it we could wipe this entire world apart with the weaponry we have but you're trying to be able to spend more money on these guns by scaring me to think well if we if we let them have them they're going to come after us yeah right no i i think the american empire isn't something that's going to last as long as some of the other empires throughout the world but i definitely don't think that there's a single country or even a group of countries that could come over and do any actual damage on American soil. The The best way and and proof was, was through 9-11 is that they had to go through this intense secretive training to be able to take one shot at us. And what did we do retaliate retaliation wise? We went over there and, and rained down sulfur. You know, I mean, it was, it was mass genocide at america and that's something america's fantastic at so going over there and letting them know oh yeah you did you did get us once but if you're going to hit the king you better kill the king right and that that's just something america has they're not going to come after america and i think that that to make sure we have allies in certain areas we've also created the enemies that that are kind of mounting up against us you know when we go in and and we're protecting you know this country well the country that we're fighting now has enough people and they're going to find other people who have been wronged by america and they're going to start working together
2: you yep. can only be
1: the big man on campus for so long before all those groups get together fortunately we're just wiping them out before they have a chance to, to group or regroup
0: it's <laughs> crazy and it's crazy yeah. to think too that the police force <clears throat> has much better weapons like hand-to-hand weapons like rifles but better assault rifles better handguns than the military you know what i mean well
1: wasn't it most of the most of the weaponry and stuff they got was from that act that allowed uh demilitarized (laughs) weaponry to be given to the police like assault i don't know i was reading something the other day that was specifying there's an act that they actually just the biden administration removed that allowed outdated military gear to be given to police force. Wow. And that says something quite a bit about the police force now, just in the way they dress. When we were kids, they all looked like like uh, Andy Griffith. You know, they had mm-hmm. the button-up shirt. They had the badge, you know, the, the khaki pants, shiny shoes. Mm-hmm. And they were respected, to at least to me, because I didn't want to get in trouble. Right. But now you see them, and it, it does look like each one of them is going into a war zone. even when they're just patrolling on the reservation we're never going to have anything like that but they are given that as protection whatever happened to just wearing a a a nice crisp hat you know a a clip on tie so you didn't get hurt
0: right
1: (laughs) and your shiny shoes like you should have been able to command enough respect but i think you know just with with civil unrest it, it creates fear and fear allows money to be spent
0: yeah Start buying new fancy new vests. They buy fancy cool. new cars. They buy fancy new. No hats anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, i know
1: Well, they got helmets. Some of them, I think. Yeah, combat helmets. helmets. Yeah. yeah,
0: fancy radios, and you know all the, all sorts of cool shit. I guess you know, but there's just no way to. There's no way to come back from you know being the good good cops, to bad to to, to being portrayed how they are right now. Mm. I mean. I'm My son's godfather, he's the sheriff, and fuck, we love him to death, man. But you know, there's times where he, he was telling me that he goes in, when he goes into a situation, he goes in with the intent to fucking help and de-escalate before it gets anywhere. You right. Know what I mean, he talks to them before, talks to them like people, instead of like other officers go in there, or other deputies go in there, and they're like, fucking tase him, you know what I mean? And he's just like, nope, hold on. Talk to them. Find out what the problem is. Find out what the fucking problem is before you guys go in, tasers blazing, or go or worse. Go in there, and start shooting first, and asking questions later. So there's great, great officers, great deputies, and they're just in this giant ocean. You know what I mean? But I don't think we're gonna jump back from. Oh yeah, they're the good cops. They're all good cops because they we, got, uh, they got that fear.
1: Yeah, we I mean, we employ a pretty. Decent-sized public safety department. Our our police force is pretty big, and and I'm very close with with a few of them. Um, The chief of police. When I was when I was younger, uh, you know, and on the reservation, if you if it was late and there was nothing to do, you got yourself in trouble. Well, to combat that, you know, him and about four other police officers would open up the gym, and it would they would play, you know, these kids against the cops, and we'd play basketball with against them, you know, and it kept us, you know, like competitive and it kept opened up the friendly dialogue between them and we had another cop who, who when he first came in was that like oh i'm gonna you know guns blazing you know this is the way the cop should be and he made a couple of mistakes and after that you know he kind of faded into the background for a while and then i started working with him a little more and he was talking about getting training he's like i want psychological training i want uh, I want to get some more of this um, crisis reduction uh, training brought out here. And I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. He's like, Well, you know, I mean, I don't want a bunch of cops the way I was when I first got out here. So I mean, wow. he recognized yeah. that that what he was doing wasn't the way that he wanted the community to react. And so he took that and and said, I can't fix everything about my reputation, but I can make sure that everybody else out here feels safer because these officers are trained properly. They're yeah. given the training. And that's that's the thing. There isn't a whole lot of money in, well, there should be, there isn't a whole lot of money used in law enforcement that deals, I think, directly with uh, mental health or, right. or addiction so they understand different things or, or different things. So when they talked about defunding the police, I think it was more driven towards giving that money to social services. But I think that the police need that training too, because they're often the first responders. 100%. They're, they have a car that lets them get wherever they need to really fast. Yep. I don't think that that your common social worker, your therapist, your psychologist gets to drive a car that can make other cars move out of the way. Right. So, since the police officer can, he should be trained in at least how to negotiate or or de-escalate. Right. But it needs to be more intense than just, you know, a weekend training. Yeah, I got my certification. Yeah. It, it's scarier than that. But it's they're expecting scarier. Yeah. They're expecting every person out in society to remain calm with a gun, at least their hand on the gun, or a taser aimed at them. But these cops are are not held accountable when they overreact to a situation that could have been de-escalated.
0: Right. Yeah. And and what's to say that these cops, I mean, you know, the what's to say that they can't get this training? You know what I mean?
1: It, I, I think that... Do you think it's a budget constraint from from whoever's selling or I guess who's purchasing the weaponry? Yeah. They could say, well, we could use a few less guns and a little more mines here. Yeah. I don't know.
0: They could. I mean, that's that's a simple way to put it. I mean r- well, last time I heard of a massive shootout here at Olympia, I mean Lacey or Tumwater, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't full on war, you know what I mean. They got handguns, sure. If they need to, they they have their rifles. Okay, great. Now you got all your, your weapons that you need. Now stop buying weapons and learn to maintain your weapons. Good. Okay. Good. Now let's put you into some classes. Let's get you in a day, a day or two, uh, or or three a month, or or four. In a month, or like you know, once a week, you know, whatever you can do to get the refresher courses, get up to get up to par, to get these things happening, so you can prevent these mass shootings, these prevent prevent these you know uh, wrongful shootings, wrongful deaths, uh, these these accidental tasings or purposeful tasings for that fact, you know, learn to, to talk to these people who actually are supposed to look up to you know improve the morale get out there and open a gym and start playing basketball get out there start talking to the kids you know be be present you know go go to the schools remember remember when cool schools were you know cop would show up every once in a while and it was cool as hell
1: yeah i well (laughs) i there's a couple of things to to say to that that statement i think a lot of it and this is again a bureaucratic problem is that guns have a shelf life yeah per se i've had they have guns that last forever but based on the need for what they wrote in the policy for for uh police officers your gun needs to be decommissioned after say for two or three years and you need the newest hottest model <clears throat> so they keep spending that money it becomes a a, a repetitive budget line item and so rather than <laughs> I guess you have to change the word to say, no, you don't need a new gun every couple of years. Mm-hmm. Your car, sure, because of the wear and tear that it has, and you right. need to be able to respond quickly. But it, it's it's going to be difficult. And, you know, I mean, you're talking about lobbyists, gun lobbyists who who are making the money off selling these these high-grade uh, Glocks or, or whatever the, the department purchases. Is going to put money into these politicians' pockets and say, don't take that language out of there. We need that every couple of years. I guarantee I bank on that being in my budget when you guys buy from us. Right. And you know, I mean, the the strange thing about the the police officers doing those those fun things and becoming we have a community outreach officer, so that's exactly what he does. He meets with elders, he helps at events. His job is basically to try to bring police officers comfortably into the community. If they're new, then they kind of ride around with them, get to know people. But I, I see these on, on social media a lot where they show this basketball playing uh police officer with these kids, or this this police officer starts breakdancing and it's great. But that's that the fact that we have to show that is look at they're doing good. Yeah. It shouldn't be something that's so sporadic that you have to like remember yeah they're killing a lot of people out there but we have a couple of guys doing some you know windmills and and this guy can dunk it's not that great it should become so normal that it isn't something shocking when i see it on television
0: exactly it should be it should be, should be an everyday occurrence and it should be like ah you know what uh that's just it's just the you know you know officer duncan duncan mocha who's over there you know playing basketball with the kids or yeah you know, fucking that happens every
1: tuesday or this yeah. happens you know once a month it's always going on
0: yeah let's uh, go over there and play against him you know every tuesday he'll be here let's do that you know
1: but That's i also I, i'm an armchair police officer at this point i don't know what it's like <laughs> to be in in that situation i didn't go through the training and i'm not out there risking my life every day sure uh you know <clears throat> i i don't know what is going on inside a police officer's mind so i'm i'm saying this as if i I understand. And I identify, I don't, I don't, I mean, I have a a huge theory that, that the white supremacist or, or Ku Klux Klan has infiltrated the uh, fraternal order of police. And that's where you're seeing all these things. It's, it's all a big plot. I mean, that's a conspiracy. theory in a rabbit hole. You probably don't want to go down, but (laughs) I'm notorious for rabbit holes. (laughs) Like they're bringing in these mass shooters and offering them lunch. And, and making sure that their mental health is okay and referring to them as troubled youths or whatever. And they're all Caucasian. They're white, but they're wiping out any black person, any person of color, any, you know, with, with blatant disregard knowing they're doing wrong and saying, ah, eh, sorry,
0: it's ridiculous. up on my
1: wrist and I'll be back. You know, I'll work in a different police force. It's like the, the Catholic church reassigning priests for catching <laughs> on little kids you know it's it's not it's not what you're supposed to do and and being able that should be something that's carried with them to the next job yeah like oh yeah you shot somebody i don't think we should probably have you on the police force but sometimes that isn't reported to to whatever their their background is or their pol- police file yeah. and they go to another precinct and and they're doing the exact same thing getting paid or on administrative pay until the trial is over right you now there's no There's no negative for them, in my view, the way the media paints it.
0: Yeah, it's it's. Then again, you know, it's that back to the media, it's who's lining whose pocket with how much money. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which narrative are we going to report on? We going to report on that cop, who 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 you know had the abuse of power and and they they slapped his hand and they sent him off to another division? Are we going to report on, you know, the Kim Kardashian booty hole progress? You know what I mean? You know, it's a, who's got the bigger money, who's got the bigger paycheck, which conspiracies are much, much more money-making revenue ventures for these uh, these outlets. So we're never going to get the full story on this officer. We're never going to get the full story on the right. Catholic priest. You know, it's always it's always a shady, shady moving this little moving little chess pieces and going back and forth, and it, it, it's a little harsh. You know what I mean? Hollywood
1: oh, Hollywood creates a lot of great diversion uh for for what's really happening. And I, I think that's yeah that's definitely a problem. But now the way that the media reports has become Hollywood. Yeah. People are becoming stars by by committing crimes. I mean, I, I guess that happened before when bank robbers all had, you know, fancy names and and you know wore their suits when they went in to do the bank robberies. They were, you know, Bonnie and Clyde, those those people are are criminals who are notorious. Yeah. Now it's nobody's doing it. maybe they're not cool crimes, but you know, they're like, oh, let's report on this person who has some sexual harassment uh, misconduct or, you know, they had some nude pictures. Let's let's make people pay attention to what's going on over here. Don't look behind the curtain.
0: Right. And
1: Donald Trump was the perfect one. We turned a reality TV show into the one of the most powerful men in the world. <laughs> that is about as American as apple pie. It doesn't get any more american than that you know and everybody's like well we had a a movie star when ronald reagan was yeah he spent a lot of years in the government prior to becoming the president he was the governor in california he worked for GE. he traveled all over the nation and built this idea now i'm not saying reagan was good i know he's the the republican savior and and the greatest thing that that has ever happened to that party but
2: right i'm saying
1: that he did not follow the same this america created. Donald Trump. And that was America's chickens coming home to roost. That's exactly what they wanted. Even if you hated him, he wasn't concerned whether you loved or hated him. As long as you watched his TV shows, every press conference, and you didn't like the teams that he didn't like. And you listen to what I tell you to and don't look and ask questions because I don't have answers. (laughs) Like, that's, that's what America does.
0: Yeah. You know, you kind of bastardized the TV man. Yeah. Everybody's glued to it you know
1: and now you can't even get a good rating for a good show because everybody wants to watch what's going on on c-span or CNN or MSNBC
0: yeah yep yeah. bigger pockets deeper pockets brother you know huh. hey uh let me ask you something something weird <laughs> no, never mind. i'm not gonna. That's always that's always
1: a good lead, but let's see where this goes.
0: So, I, you know what? I I, I like uh, to talk about food, dude. You know, you know this. You know me. Yeah, I did a brisket this week, this weekend. Yes, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Did it come out good? Eh, probably not. Probably not. Oh. I did. I, I I smoked it, and I smoked it for
1: eleven hours. What temperature?
0: I think it was at right around two hundred and forty. Right around two hundred and forty. Okay. And for whatever reason, didn't come out good. And it was just like the first one that I've smoked. It was just like, man. I know. I
1: saw the meat before, and yeah. and Ash saw it too. And she was like, "Ah, oh, look at that!" And I was like, "Yeah, that looks delicious." Yeah, uh, I don't. If it was smoking for eleven hours at two hundred and forty maybe it's a little high i mean maybe 225 for that long i smoke a a brisket probably at 250 to 260 for about six hours a lot of the time and it comes out all right sometimes i've done it to where like all you can taste is the smoke in it and it browns too much and i've had to cut it off. but like it's still i don't know maybe maybe i'm just more comfortable like i'll just say it's good because i spent so much time on it like yeah it's delicious (laughs) because i'm choking it down but, I've, I mean, I've done a couple. I like to do pork loin smoke. But, man, you didn't think it turned out good,
0: huh? I, I've done better for, you know, I think maybe I've done better with lower heat and longer time. Like, I usually set it at, like, 11 o'clock at night and then set it and forget it. Wake up in the morning, you know, and check it out, like, right about 11 o'clock or noon. And it is just, like, perfect with that perfect pink ring around Mm -hmm. and then it's got that just a nice char to it and it's are you doing it with a
1: traeger cousin yes the traeger yes that's your problem right there damn it (laughs) you're not using real wood you're not monitoring you're not checking it you're not getting the smell and knowing when to lower and change and add yeah i i know a lot of people love them i i everybody friend all my friends are like oh i got this Traeger. i got this green egg or i got this fancy whatever Yeah, that's not the way our ancestors cooked it and that's not the way it's supposed to be eaten so you can say it's good but it's like putting sweet and low in your coffee as opposed to sugar right not the same
2: nope telling me it's
1: the same trying to make me believe that that vegetables are noodles not a thing (laughs) like the zoodler does not make up for pasta damn it (laughs) linguine is not spaghetti it is not. It, there's, there's just going to be something different now. If I know that's what I'm eating, sure. If you're going to serve me a Traeger smoked meat, tell me it's from the Traeger so I don't get my expectations up too high.
0: <laughs> just sometimes I can get spot on, and it's just nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying it's perfect, but by no means. But it's right. nice. And I fucked up, dude. I just. Well, I mean,
1: and I've cooked. I've cooked things the way I've seen them done, but then I'll go back and find. Like, uh, uh, it's the dish that Johnny Depp ate in, um, once upon a time in Mexico, Porco slow roasted. there you go. And I watched the video where Robert Rodriguez was doing, you know, he was showing you how to make it banana leaves, all, mm. you know, getting the anote seeds and actually breaking them down. And I did it that way I've cooked slow roasted pork in almost the same fashion before, but I cooked it in the banana leaves, did the wrap. I couldn't put it in the ground. Cause you know, I mean, at the time I was in an apartment, right. I did it. And the flavor was so much better that I can never cook it the other way again. That's amazing. And if somebody does say, oh, I made this porco I'm like, yeah, I'll eat it. But I know <laughs> going into it that it's not going to taste the way it's supposed to because you didn't do it with the same process. Right. So, But, yeah, I mean, my my buddies have cooked your tra- 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 smoked food before, and I know and I, it's good. So, I mean, if you actually feel like you you didn't cook it right well that's unfortunate because that was a a nice piece of meat that that you posted and i was i was a little jealous I but was, no, i
0: guess i'm not so jealous you be, be thankful that i didn't uh well i fucked it up <laughs> 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 i ain't gonna lie man i can't i got nothing i mean i got nothing i just know that man i gotta figure out my process or i gotta figure out you know i just gotta figure something out because i love to try and, and i think that you're right with the, with the traeger i love the traeger you know what I mean? It was a great father's day gift. Fantastic. I love it. It's great. You know what I mean? I can't, I got nothing. I got nothing bad to say about it, but I kind of, now I kind of want to branch out and try these other, these other smokers. You know what I mean? You know, different. Yeah. F- we're
1: building, building just something, you yes. know, I, that's, that's the other thing is I'd like to be able to, to look at the way that things were cooked originally yeah. I think that the flavors are, are so much better. It's the, pr- it's the process. I, I've been going to my doctor. I hit 40, so now I go and I do all like, hey, check my blood and make sure that, you know, a butthole's okay. But <laughs> like she was talking about, the, the biggest problem like with, with me and what I should be concerned with is I drink a lot of Coke. Right. I drink it the way most guys drink beer. Like I'll have a sixer of Coke, uh, you know, and that, that'll be fine. But she was like, you know, the high fructose corn syrup it's going to get you i was like oh okay she's like all the processed stuff and when she said that my ears popped up and i was like oh so i need to look into everything now and just looking at those traditional ways of cooking if you think about it these health problems didn't exist we didn't you know our ancestors didn't have diabetes You know, didn't have all these things there's a a tribes in africa that are on a vegetable-based diet which i'll never do i love meat too much yeah but they have zero heart disease, zero diabetes, zero, all these different things because they're plant-based. So if you're looking at reducing it, it's probably because they don't have pesticides all over their crap. They're not, you know, using the pink stuff as filler for the meat, all that, all those things. So the traditional way is probably will make us live to being a hundred years old without problems like they used to, or, but man, the convenience of a Traeger, man. That's
0: it. That's it's it. there. It's the convenience. It's the convenience and that meat church seasoning. I don't think, no, I don't think it was the meat church seasoning. It might have been, might have been Stewart's seasoning. And I was a little upset with that because that's usually good.
1: Well, it's Stewart's. I mean, uh, it's a rare rarity that you find something that doesn't absolutely knock your socks off.
0: Yeah. So I think it might have been just the way it was cooked. Maybe too high a temp, you know, maybe too high a temp. I don't know. Was man. it dry? No not at all but just didn't have that perfect pink ring around it yeah and it didn't have that nice char on the outside it didn't have that smokiness flavor to it it was just like maybe there was enough fat on it i don't know i just don't know man i, I gotta chunk this chunk of meat for someplace else that i usually get it at and my god like, ah, damn it <laughs> damn yeah it. that's a uh
1: well since the moment you bought that piece of meat you were anticipating it and you waited that long, plus 11 hours of, of actual work that went into smoking it, your flavor expectation has got to be pretty high. And so if it let you down, man. Yeah. That's a couple of days you invested into that dinner and you're just like deflated afterward.
0: Oh, big time. I was like, ah, fuck. And people ask me, uh, my buddy Dion, he replied to me to that story. He goes, hey, he had to turn out. I'm like, awesome. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> i cried myself to well, that night.
1: i didn't see any final pictures of it so i was like oh, well maybe he just didn't want to you know make everybody feel bad because he was having this but now it makes me feel better knowing he didn't post it because he didn't like the way it turned out
0: you're welcome
1: <laughs> i would have eaten it at your house and still been like no it's good doesn't it's real good i'm, I'm not going to tell you it's terrible unless it's you know shoe leather
0: <laughs> i'm glad it wasn't shoe leather it was just uh-huh. a lot of, uh, uh, a lot more well done than I would like it, and the the cut was different, and it's just I could go on and on with a ton of excuses. I just didn't do it right. I didn't do it right this time. Maybe my head wasn't in the game. It was all me. I do
1: that sometimes with ribs. I've I've been known to ruin a rack of ribs just because I'm not. I, I don't know. Maybe just that day I wasn't feeling it, but right. and those those are depressing days, you know. Yeah. And you got yeah. ribs. Those are slow, slowly cooking, and you you just the flavors built up in your mouth and then when you bite into it it's got to have yeah. all the right notes and then yeah. when it doesn't you're just kind of like man, this sucks my whole day is I'm <laughs> gonna go to bed guys
0: i'm gonna go to bed that's kind of like when i when i <laughs> rewired my trailer to my truck and then i uh, had constant power to the rear brakes and then i haul it out into the middle of the street and i'm driving and i'm gonna go down and take my jeep to the mechanic and realize man it's not working you know what I was so fucking mad. I came. I parked that fucker back here. I parked it. I came inside. I sat down on my couch. And I went. Like, ah. <laughs> I guess. I was so mad. I matted myself to sleep.
1: <laughs> yeah. That. That. I think that's got to be a guy thing. It's got to be. Where you just get so frustrated that you just sleep. Yeah. Because that's the only thing that'll stop you from doing something ridiculous.
0: That, I, that's a good thing. That's much better good, better than the alternative of getting mad and taking it out on the world. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a good thing. And I think you're... Was I, that good sleep, though? I mean, did, was that nap refreshing? Oh, fuck, I woke up refreshed. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I want to go fuck a bear. Oh, my trailer, God. <laughs> 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 so, I don't know. I was refreshed. <laughs> yeah that time <laughs> <laughs> oh man hey so give me a give me some musical recommendations man what are we listening to that uh did you like to, re- to to recommend because i like to you know i like to put out the musical recommendation um on a regular basis some people like it some people don't i got shit for the longest time because of wheeler walker jr and i'm like well f- well, f- well fuck you man <laughs> you <know? laughs> like, whatever you know Fuck. I mean, I don't I don't
1: venture far too far out the beaten path lately. I mean, because my, my day is so routine, it's almost different moods, call for different things. I mean, I already mentioned the Miles mm-hmm. Davis and and I, I really enjoyed just the, the older sound of 90s hip hop. But I mean, I I really listen to and it's because I probably should understand it. But I like the way it sounds without having to know what it means. I listen to a lot of uh, Bad Bunny uh, and uh, Jay Balvin. Uh, they've really kind of taken over the the airwaves and action Bronson. Uh, I started watching his show. Fuck. That's delicious. Uh, <laughs> and I never really listened to his hip hop before. And so I threw it on and like, he sounds like, like the way New York East coast hip hop should have sounded and stayed sounding before Puff Daddy came in and turned it into more like Let's party. It was, it, it sounds like, like Bronson could be a member of wu-tang clan nice okay like to that that degree i i feel that comfortable saying uh with him um you know it, it the state of hip-hop is, is so strange now and that's really where i spend most of my time mm-hmm. but I, I i just have to stick with the okay players like Talib Quali, Common, most deaf uh, a tribe called quest um so yeah it 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 varies around my house and now that i have girls who like to listen to music sometimes i get suckered in to listen to the crap that's out there you know billy eilish or whatever i i don't know what that is and then whatever's pop you
0: know? right whatever. you
1: keep them quiet in the back of the car and it's funny to listen to them try to mimic the words right when they're just like a couple of beats behind yeah, yeah. cut the music off real fast like, it's almost like their life flashed before their eyes. All <laughs> for <headlights>. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What'd you do that for?
0: Helps <laughs> just get into the groove, Dad. Why?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that's awesome, yeah. dude. So, uh, man, I just uh, give me give me some closing thoughts, man. I I like these closing thoughts when, when we're when I wrap things up because you know what it gives people the opportunity to, you know, hey, you know what. You know, fuck you, or hey, you know what? I love you, or hey, you know what? I fucking love everybody, or hey, you know what? Do more gardening, or you know, do something, you know, something that makes somebody feel good. You know what I mean? So the closing thought thing, you know, I just started recently doing. I'll say about maybe two months or so, maybe somewhere in there, maybe a month. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure, but but give me your closing thoughts, cousin. Uh, well this
1: this week uh, I was I've been lucky enough. I I went and visited uh my daughter's high school. Uh their art teacher asked me to come in and talk about indigenous art and and the processes and, and what inspires you and you know the differences and the artwork that I do. Um and it really had me kind of thinking about I when we went down to Portland this week, this weekend, we went to an area that we we always go to. A lot of people go to because it's by voodoo donuts. It's Chinatown, it's Pioneer Square, that entire area. And I remember going down there, you know, a good 10. 12 years ago. And it it was like a metropolitan area that was booming with all this, this fantastic merchandise. And it was, you know, window shopping and everything was glorious. And I went down there, I'd say maybe about a year ago, and all the all the shops had boards over the windows, Damn. because of all the, the civil unrest that was happening. And it was frightening because you know, the, the streets weren't filled with people walking to their jobs and back and forth, everybody was staying kind of in and this weekend when we went down, all the places that we walked by, all these boards were covered with this beautiful artwork symbolizing either, either you know, Black Lives Matter or, or, you know, the people that we've lost or, you know, LGBTQ rights and, you know, equality, all these phenomenal paintings that are existing on this plywood that they're using to protect their, their merchandise. And it really, really got me thinking, and it's really why I jumped right back into to doing these hats and something creative. Is that I think your artistic side is the only thing that's going to save you as a person.
0: Preach! Your Preach. humanity
1: comes from your artistic outlet. Um, it, it makes you feel compassion. It, it makes you feel empathy. You you see the the work that you use with your hands, and it it feeds your mind. So if I had to have any closing thoughts, like make something that is you this week, make something that, that you can give to somebody that shows who you are this week. That's what I can say about this week.
0: That's goddamn beautiful, man. Preach. Holy shit. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's that being creative is a fantastic thing, man. You know, fuck. I played guitar for such a long time and, and, and played so much. and So many people met so many friends, man. And, being creative was like the best best thing and i just stopped <laughs> yeah i just
2: stopped
0: i don't know but some of the
1: best stories i've gotten and people i've met have be- come from a piece of artwork that they've made and i've asked about and then eventually purchased or being somewhere where they're being creative and them telling me how they got to this place Yeah. And nobody started out immediately being able to to carve the statue of david or or paint the sistine chapel they all started somewhere and they had to share that story with somebody and it, it's uplifting yeah it makes you feel like well you know they they started humbly they realized they weren't amazing there's a natural out there sure somewhere
0: yeah.
1: but it takes work for a lot of people and if you don't work on it then you're never going to get any better
0: yeah yeah 100 i agree i agree man so my closing thoughts are man Basically, it's like, you know, I've been thinking about a lot of this because I have a few friends who have who have chosen or who have not chosen, but have realized their growth into something that they are. So my closing thoughts are if you've got friends who have pronouns or use pronouns, learn about these 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 terms they use. Um, it's not miss. It's not mister. It's, you know, they, they say they don't mind, but kind of learn ask if you don't know ask questions if you have these friends with these pronouns they them um learning about this for their sake is 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 a good thing you know what i mean ask them ask us just ask shit don't don't be a dickhead and not ask them and then just like assume you know what i mean wow. i i for example i like to uh, um, the term that i learned recently was instead of mr or mrs or miss it's the term is called MX. It's mix. It's pronounced mix, right? So you say a mix so and so or mix so and so, and it's it it identifies their 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 existence basically. You know what I mean? It 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 it's uplifting, and it is it, a, is it a
1: neutrality? I guess maybe that's the word I'm looking for. It, it, I want to say that. putting them anywhere
0: yeah i would like to say that and and please by all means i know you you two are listening or i know you you're listening please by all means please correct me if i'm wrong but i believe that it is a neutrality and it's something that you don't really you don't really have to fuck around and fuck up you know it's hey it's mix it's 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 that's how it's pronounced mx cool you know learn about them i mean these people, these people are beautiful people too, just like we are. You know what I mean? You know, the, you got the girls, the guys, you got these, these, you know, these people who are just trying, they're struggling with their identity to come out and be a proactive, they're already proactive people in the society and very, very creative people and very beautiful people. All they're trying to do is just, you know what, make a place for themselves to feel comfortable. And if they're your friends, if they've welcomed you into their life, guess what? Learn, educate yourself educate yourself with them educate yourself with with everything that you possibly can it doesn't matter don't just stop there learn don't be don't be like me you go down rabbit holes and you see kim kim kardashian's booty hole So i'm not going to share that with anybody because i'm just going to myself. <laughs> but but learn man learn learn about people learn about their their likes their dislikes you know they, they, that's the only way we're going to break down this whole barrier of, of, of this divided nation i mean just learn about each other love each other fucking amen everybody love everybody shit you know, I always say that, but it's fucking truthful, man. You know what I mean? They're always gonna have war, but can't we just have a little bit, just a, a little, a squirt of love? Just, just a little bit.
1: I don't know about love squirt, cousin. Can no. you <laughs> to, that. All right, but how about a little splash? I mean, everybody loves a love squirt. Let's 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 not beat around the bush.
0: But right, right, right,
1: right. I understood what you meant. Right, clarification, just a, clarification unnecessary.
0: All right, just a little spoon or teaspoonful <laughs> of uh, of love. How about that? Get some. No. <laughs> right. Hey, you know what? That's the end of the show. You know what? Peace out, cousin. Love you, buddy. And thanks for coming right. on, man. Thanks for being the co host tonight. Anytime, man. Anytime. Hell yeah.
2: Adam has a beard is produced, distributed, and managed by Elements Divide. Adam Has a Beard is sponsored by A Refined Man's Barbershop Trio Board Skate Shop Black Widow Razors With the checkout code A-H-A-B-B-W-R
0: At checkout Wandering Soul's Majestic Fit And X Products FNXfit.com With the checkout
2: code FNXfit.com And we're proudly brought to you by Welcome and Silver I've grown with the light of the stars, traveled in dream states, showered peace and love to those in need, breaking dark curses to alter unjust fates between realms, there's no telling just how many souls I freed, through lifetimes I cycled through to bring illumination with vibration, move the energy, you probably felt the glow. Since the beginning of creation known the consequence But now I face a reality I prayed I'd never know See every time I give I lose a part of myself As long as there's been darkness there's been no time to rest And now I feel that darkness blanket my soul And I got nothing to hold cause there's not much light left All crashing down, look around, isolated by the shattered dreams Silent screams, trying to feel something But knowing that I'm past a point of no return I don't know if I keep what I got left to let it fade me into nothing Light and what's gone, it's been too goddamn long to know the difference between the break of dawn and nightfall. Cause now they look the same, the chains when life called, they're pulling me back again but how do I even give the last to who I am? Losing me was never in the plan, but there's only so much light that you can give until there is no more. Crashing from the heavens just to float amongst the ocean floor. Now you understand the death, life lying faint and you can feel the shallow breath vision hazy seeing shadows as they close in find the strength to keep the door from closing cause as soon as it does i feel the hollow that follows the empty the curse of benevolence that tempts me so tell me you're reaching out and i don't know what to do this time who do i save is it me or is it you